Due to explicit content and language, listener's discretion is advised. Black in thought. All right. Let's get started. You may learn something. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Welcome to Black in Thought, where we take a look at current and cultural issues, applying that Afrocentric drip to them. Your hosts tonight are... We got the Professor, Dale, JBD, and of course me, Ill Will. So, tonight's topic is... Um, touched the nerves to a lot of people um when i've listened to it before when i've heard it you 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 see the opinions of candace owens people like the hodge twins um putting out rhetoric and you know putting their opinion on you know the social issues that's going on in the world the bad part about it is that uh i see with that I'm not going to say they don't have some valid points in some of the things they say. They do have some valid points, but there's also some ignorant points that they put across as well, because the first thing, and I'm just put it out there. The first time a situation, a social situation happens and the opposite side, and we'll just say something happens with uh, something within the black community or to the black community. And then you have, the white community, the first thing they want to throw up there. Well, did you hear what Candace Owens said? Did you hear what the Hodge twins said? Uh, well, uh, their opinion sounds like this, and this is, uh, I think that's more aligned. And so we're going to kind of talk about the effect that has uh, socially on the black community and, you know, how dangerous, you know, those opinions and those thoughts can be since they have the platform and the stage for it. Recently, um, on the last Candace Owens show, she had a guy named by the name of Kingface. Now, he was supposedly a, a well-known gangbanger um, in New York that's reformed. <sighs> the part that gets me is this dude said he's never ex- really experienced racism. He's never really experienced uh, police brutality from the police and things like that. Uh, I don't know if this dude was just on there for a show and he was getting paid to say these things. Or, I mean, <laughs> there is a world that <laughs> that might have happened, but I, I just don't know. So we're going to kind of listen to a little bit of I will be honest and show. I will say for the first time in my political career, I have been feeling pessimistic about the black community. I jumped into uh, this space of feeling optimistic, feeling like there was change that could be implemented uh, if we were willing to have the tough conversations. When I look up uh, at the world today and I see these protests and I see these riots um, and I see who and what is at the center of these riots, uh, when I see black businesses being burned down, uh, when I see black criminals being martyred, um, and when I see black athletes and black celebrities and black community leaders sanctioning this violence in our community and remaining mum on the larger instances of violence in our community, I wonder if black America will ever get ahead. When I sit down and I think by myself about why we ended up in this predicament, um, I always come up with the answer of culture. What is black culture? How is it impacting black America? Um, Is it for the better or is it for the worse? Here to discuss all of those things with me is a First and foremost, a personality, if you are not following online, he goes by the moniker Kingface, 
Welcome to the Candace Owens Show. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Kingface is also, for those of you that are listening, he is one of my Black City ambassadors. Uh, he speaks to the Black community, and by himself, he is the founder of something called the DAD Project, uh, which stands for Developing American Dreams. Um, there's so much that we need to get into, and I uh, could go off on a tangent here. Um, just give us your take on what's happening right now uh, with Black Lives Matter and all of these protests and riots. I mean, I just think it's, a, it's a, in a sense, a test to see who they can control and who they can't. Black Lives Matter, they've always used the emotions of black people in order to get their agendas to be pushed. And I've noticed that it's like everything is emotional. It's like everything, you got cops shooting somebody and they put this certain narrative. And what that does in our community, it builds fear. And once you're afraid of something, especially with officers who you're supposed to feel safe around, and they keep pushing that narrative, people are gonna now be put in more positions to have those things happen because that's how they make their money. That's how they get their exposure is through the death of black men. They don't get it from actually, you know, protecting black lives at all. Nothing is about black lives matter that has to do with any black lives. If somebody could show me when they've been around to actually prevent these George Floyd incidents, as you would say, from happening, then I could look at Black Lives like it's a positive thing. But they're not doing that. They only come around election time. They only come around when a black, a black dead man gets killed by a cop that's white or perceived to be white. And they use that to actually use, use that to destroy our strength within ourselves. It's like, it's like wearing a mask. It's killing the immune system. It's weakening us more and more and more and more and more and more. So then you look at it like, now I could get them because they're already broken down. Even with the George Floyd situation, there's people that usually don't care about that stuff that I noticed was like, yo, that's messed up. To, but to the point where they're praising him, that's why when people say, oh, you agree with Candace? I'm like, yes, we have to stop praising these type of people. And Black Lives Matter, that's all they ever push. I've never seen in my life, if, th if this exists, then I want to see it. A kid going to school, minding his business, you know, getting good grades, no record, getting shot by a cop. Is it a coincidence that everybody that's shot by a cop has a bad record? So even when people like George Floyd, I'm like, and you said it so perfect, I'm like, wow, it makes so much sense. How, what about that woman that he put the gun to her stomach? What do you think she's going through right now? It's like, you guys are making him like the greatest guy on earth. And see, that's kind of where I have to stop it. Because I, I just, this is what I don't understand. People aren't praising George Floyd. They're not, people are getting that confused. It's the situation that happened that, you know, was brought to light that they're praising as far as for change, um, reform, and things like that. Um Yes, I mean, we get it. That's one of the first things they say. Uh, he has a record. He has this. He has that. But it was the act. It was the actions of the officers that were there that brought on whatever else that came after that. Because I'm sorry, a supposed counterfeit $20 bill is not worth a man's life. Agree. <laughs> Agree. And and I'm and I'm with you on that. And I think and I I think that's where. Um, Candace Owens and uh, Kingface. Yeah, I I think that's that's where their um 
No, no I, I will take I'll take that back. There there had I have personally seen myself on, on online or wherever the case may be, people have been raising George Floyd up to be um like a hero or, or whatever you want to call it. Um but that that is that is a very small percentage por- percentage of people. You know, m- most people most people are not uh raising him up to be a uh hero or be some type of stand-up citizen or just being the the model of what we all should strive for no no i don't think no one's holding him up to that but i think every every black person is saying his name as far as george floyd because like you just said is the uh situation that he the situation that happened you know you know you can be mad about someone paying for his funeral you can be mad about someone donating to his family and things like that. Mm -hmm. But you have to understand, these are individuals who are doing what the hell they want to do with their own money. Um, It's not like the government pitched in and did this. It's not like, you know, they're using your tax dollars to do this or whatever. These were like Mayweather. He paid for the whole funeral. I mean, that, I mean, that's what he wanted to do. That's what that man can do. There's no stopping anybody who wants to do that. I mean, if that's how he wanted to show um, his, his his concern for the cause and everything like that that's what he wanted to do that makes that that doesn't make him paying for the funeral you know oh well he's you know he's he, he's praising George Floyd as George Floyd was just you know he's some you know as an angel and you know he didn't do anything wrong and things like that as you know as the media and everybody wants to try to sway things um I mean yeah we all know I mean there was you know things in his past we get that but that's also the first thing that you know when someone dies, the media wants to throw out there. Mm-hmm. Um, it, 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 the $20 bill was not, the, the cause and the effect does not equate to each other. When you, when you think about that, you know, I'm going I'm to call him Kungun. You know, he doesn't deserve the respect of calling by his, his name. In essence, all he has done is put a target on every, essentially every black man's back. It's not about his, his prior record. That's not what we're uh, we're protesting. We're protesting the break in protocol, right? So what he's saying is what Kungun has said <laughs> is <laughs> boy, you surprise me every day, man. Kungun, that's a, that's, a, that's a new. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Professor. My fault. Go ahead. You was, sorry. You was, you was on the side. My bad. But he said. Isn't it ironic that every black man that has been shot has had a record as if that's the criteria to lose your life as it pertains to law enforcement, rather than looking at the protocol involved, even if they were, uh, if there was some suspicion there, there's still protocol you have to follow, right? So that right there concerns me for this man to be African-American and have that thought process. So... Again, he's put a target on our back, and I think he has a very acute understanding as to what type of society he's living in. So, and 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 I and, and I think I kind of understood what he what he was saying when he when he said that. Uh, like for example, the George Floyd situation. Um, all the videos that we've seen, it was we've seen him come out the store, we've seen him get out the car, we've seen him stand up against the wall. 
and then it cuts and then the next part of the video we see is him face down with the guy's knee in his neck we don't see what happened to get between the the wall and the ground we don't see what happened and what what the cops and everybody else is saying is that he resisted so on, on one hand i i, I kind of understood what he was saying um and it, you you can go back and, and look at a, a number of different cases where uh a, a black man was killed by the cops and there was some type of re resistance now i'm not saying that that is the uh, reason to kill somebody because you know the man the man snatched his arm away from the cop no but you know there but th that's how these cops are getting off is because the men that they're arresting are doing stuff like that like trying to run or uh like I say you try to put him in handcuffs and he's snatching his arm away or fighting back or whatever the case may be. And that's kind of giving these cops the green light to say, you know, I'm going to take you out. And now, you know, and they always get off in court because. I hope it's not the green light to take out. I mean, I for mean, me, I, it's I, the I green know, light to, you know, to, you know, try to take the person in custody. But, I mean, in looking at it, because they've put out several videos. And then, like, I've actually seen the video of where they tried to put him in the cruiser. But he resisted. I mean, to tell you the truth, you know, as a law enforcement officer, I've been in the same situation where, you know, it's time to, you know, put somebody in the back of the cruiser and they don't want to hop in. So, you know, at that point, one of my partners, they're going to the other side. And, you know, while I'm trying to get him in this way, they're trying to pull him in that way. And it's usually successful in putting somebody in the cruiser and closing the door. And then, you know, it is what it is from there. There's no, you know, dragging somebody back out of the car and then, you know, putting my knee across nobody's neck. Um so there are better ways that I mean there's completely better ways that could have been handled. But to go back, um, there's he's to where <laughs> he said that there's nobody that's been just, uh, killed by the police that you know um, that had a that didn't have anything. Well, that I mean, have, he, yeah, that's just ridiculous. He's wrong because I mean Elijah McClain, that kid was just autistic. He didn't have a record. He didn't have nothing like that. But you know, I mean, he died. Well, he's, ta he's talking present tense, right? I mean, Leslie McClain, because, is, he's, right, he's present. Right. Now, if you look at any historical data, there's bunches and dozens and hundreds of black men who were lynched and murdered in America. So it's it startles me to think that he believes that the only way you will get murdered by the cops is if you have a record. Mm -hmm. So I'm, my question is, then what is the scenario 50 years ago? Does, it, does that philosophy still pertain to what happened 50 60 years ago right where a man couldn't even walk his daughter to him from school without getting lynched or better yet her getting lynched so at what point did uh kungun realize that you had to have a record that you had to have a record to be murdered I, I, coming I, out of the civil rights movement and uh, so on and so forth like when did he what part of history did he did he miss oh he missed that all the history yeah. because i mean he didn't yeah. even even reflect on any of that and say anything about that right because because, <laughs> because historically our fear of the police stems from the brutality that was inflicted upon us when we were uh when we didn't have any issues and we were trying to be uh get our piece of the american pie when we were fighting for our human rights right so i'm just conflicted about uh candace's viewpoint on america and it's almost like she's omitted the the greater detail the root cause and the historical value of all this the stuff that we're seeing today it's i, I i'm dumbfounded I, go ahead Jay. oh <clears throat> yeah i just it's um 
I think, yeah, you need to have some critical thought and you need to think things through and not just, you know, go with what kind of conventional wisdom is about things. However, I mean, some stuff is self-evident, man. I mean, I think even on the, the rest of the, the podcast, you mentioned something about in the interaction with police, you know, him his keys putting his keys head. on the dashboard, yeah. cutting the card off, turning all the lights on in the car, putting the windows down. I mean, um, you, what, who, you shouldn't have to. That's, that's what, what I'm, I'm, exactly. But that's I mean, my, it, that's it, my point. it is that's something my, to help out, but you shouldn't have to. That, but, but that's my point. Yeah. Okay. In his, with his, based on what he was saying, that's a sign of respect. To mm-hmm. me, that's that's going over the top. And when you I, shouldn't have to. And what, what I didn't understand about that is, he's he said that he said that if he get pulled over on the cop, he said he write all his windows down, mm-hmm. cut his music off, turn, turn the car, on. turn the lights on, put his keys on the roof. I was like, but if a white man get pulled over, do, do he do that? That's my point. That's, uh, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So it's like exactly. So why so why, do you, why do you, you have why to do are you? It? Tell us to do it, that. It feels like you Cause he, cause are, I think he is. You know, perpetuating. You know, Come just on. that whole thought process that like I'm that. gonna. I, I'm if if I if I do all these seventy five things, I'm not gonna get killed. Yeah, it's like, dude, come on, man. I mean, it, should, it, it shouldn't be that way. Right. So so that's that's the argument is that right. those you shouldn't have to do those types of things. Just to stay alive on the interaction with with the law with law enforcement, right? It should it shouldn't take all of that by you, right. the citizen who pays this law enforcement officer's uh, salary. Mm-hmm. That you should have to go through that, right? <laughs> so, but you but you know what's even worse than that? And I'm going to go a little retroactive. Remember when we were talking about rioting and uh, uh, looting and tearing up buildings and all that type of stuff, and uh, my point, my stance was the buildings don't matter. It's a it's it's the cause in which that they're riding for, right? But Candace had made mention, like, you know, they, they're tearing up buildings, they're doing this and they're doing that, and the buildings don't have anything to do with it. This is where society has all of us brainwashed, right? So we looted, we tore up buildings that had nothing to do with it, black businesses, white businesses, whatever just to get our point across. Now, I'm going to go back in history because if tearing up buildings are that important to American society, which is local, I'm about to give you something on an international scale that nobody mentioned or nobody pushed the envelope. Back in 19... Uh, Pearl Harbor, we were attacked by the Japanese. The Japanese strictly attacked the base. 20, 20 American ships, 300 airplanes, anything attached to the military base, right? Now, you and these bombs. Do you, do, do you <laughs> know? Are you, hold on. Are you so you ready for this? Pearl Harbor. Are you, Pearl Harbor. Yeah, hold on. I I'm so. making a point. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Go ahead, because, Professor. Because it will be again, silly. Again, I have to educate you on this. And, and, and the root cause of our thinking and the things that we've adopted from the American way. So America's response was this. You guys have heard of Hiroshima and Nagasaki, right? Correct. So, again, it was minor damage compared to what we inflicted. So in return, America sent 15,000 tons of TNT. They destroyed, obliterated 70% of all buildings. Remember, the buildings had got nothing to do with it, right? Because the people who died, we want to, it's eye for eye, right? So buildings have nothing to do when people die. Remember, that's, that was everybody's argument. 
Well, why are they tearing up the buildings? Why are they why are they tearing up the businesses? Instead of just rioting peacefully. But America caused 140,000 deaths compared to 2,400 deaths. Fucked up 70% of their infrastructure. So if we're going to talk about fucking up buildings on a local mm -hmm. level, mm -hmm. why didn't we talk about it on an international level? Mm -hmm. Because we got the shit from America. So again, we are enslaved mentally and we're fucked up mentally because we look at things in a, such a narrow fashion, we forget about the big fucking picture. That's why I kept saying, guys, it does not, the buildings don't matter. Fuck the buildings, Jeremy, burn them all down because we only learned it from America. That's my point. Good point. Finally, I mean, because you're right. I mean, it tore up shit on a major level still, going over there. Still on good with your point. Ten, ten times. What? Ten times as much. <laughs> right? I, 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 was, I was thinking you was going to do a correlation with another protest. Like maybe. Nope. The Boston Tea Party or something like that. But I was. I, I mean, was, I see what he's saying nope. because, like he said, I, was, I mean, like right, but with the war, buildings over I mean, there. She was talking about but why are war, we destroying buildings? I mean, you, that's that's the that's what you're doing. Well, I, I mean, you, I, I, every black man is at war. Every black man is at war. We at war, right? Every black man is at war. I knew that was coming. I knew that every day. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I see how you correlated. I mean, yeah, I do see because I mean, with the war against police brutality, instead of attacking, instead of attacking. The base, the military base in Japan, and being surgical with the discharge of weapons, they said, "Fuck it, we're gonna we're gonna destroy seventy percent of the country." Yeah, but on a now, war on a war analogy, you're not you're not uh, don't do it. Yeah, I got right. you. Yeah, yeah. You, you ain't you ain't. I see what you're saying. No, but no. you ain't you ain't taking down your own bunkers and your own battleships. Yeah, but we still provided aid. Japanese. No, what I'm saying is, hey, if if you if you tearing out Anderson. your own businesses and that kind of thing, that's tearing down your own bunkers and your own battleships. But we still right? provided aid. So if we tore something you down, we provided aid, aid to, <laughs> to, to, yeah. so we tore it down just to build it. He's Doesn't matter. It makes sense. It's no. The concept is no different than what we've been doing during the protests. It's no different. And if we got it from anyone, we got it from them. We learned it from them. Why didn't Candace talk about that? Why didn't she talk about that? Well, I mean, because so. she couldn't talk about anything else. I mean, yeah. I don't know if she was just stuck up <laughs> Kung Goon's <Kung> <laughs> ass or, or whatever in that moment. But, <laughs> I mean, she just is, <laughs> that her view was just so slanted. I mean, yes, I mean, I think she has to appease her audience by talking yeah, about these it. things and things like that. And, of course, there's a monetary gain in that fact as well, of course, because she wouldn't be doing it. Um, but, you know, that's her whole her her whole show. I mean, it's just to be stick. on the opposite time. I didn't want to sound cliche, but it's your stick. It's it's her whole. That's 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 what she's made of. I mean, I mean, it's always been that way. Because I mean, you'll see the pictures of the past when it was like uh, I don't, I don't know if y'all seen the picture, but it was like a, a bunch of black men who came to her aid when she was younger. You know, as a child and you know, supposedly the hood and, you know, helped her to get out and get educated and things like that. But then, you know, you kind of turn around and turn your back on those same people and on the yeah. same hood that helped you get where you got. And she, and she, she said at the beginning of the podcast, how she was pessimistic about, um, about the black culture. She kept saying black culture and, and as if she wasn't a part of it, but she I don't think she, but she's not though, but, she, yeah. but, but she's not though. I, I don't, I don't think, Cause it's only a select few who correlate yeah, and, with and it. And it's one of those things too. Like I kind of agree. Well, I say agree. My question is, what is black culture? Yeah, though? that's what I'm saying. Like, like I mean. there's there's no way for you to define that because I grew up in. If you grew up on the inner city, 
versus you growing up in the suburb is you're still black either where you go either where you go you're gonna grow up a little different so there's no black culture different, different levels of black there's no different. No, no. See, he's talking about team dark skin, team light skin. <laughs> See, now I, 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 I know where you're going young, at, so Dale. I mean, I, that, that's what that's what I get annoyed about is that people can have different thoughts, man. It can't mm-hmm. be group thinking. Everybody thinks the same. You should challenge things. You should take what you know is forced to you. The only right. problem with that is that uh-huh. people come in and. <laughs> the only problem with that is, you know, when the outside world tries to make whatever single opinion of the mass instead of just that person. Everybody does opinion. that, though. I know, but see, in situations Every, like that, that, but in situations like this, this is more critical because, I mean, like we said, I mean, there's a war on several issues going on right now. And so um, it is very critical that you don't put these things, you, you don't pigeonhole these things and put them in one single thing mm-hmm. and, you know, just try to put it down or put it in a different place to where you don't have to deal with it or don't want to face it. I'll say this. Here's here's what I'd rather have. I'd rather there be more energy put in to white people becoming more educated about um, the, the their involvement with different things and these and some of these racial issues and how and, and the part that they play in it than trying to um Eliminate somebody like Candace. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I get that, that, the, that to me is like the problem with that is you know you, you, the same people that you talk about. They believe that Candace is right and think that I don't I don't need to be educated because I feel Candace is right and talking about black people. That's why yeah, well, you, don't, dangerous. you don't you don't but you don't shut her up. You 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 speak speak louder and speak truth in, into everybody. I mean, but you don't. You can try, but I think too. Also, you can. If the white person said, hey, listen to what Candace Owens is saying, that can persuade black people who's not in tune with really what's going on or what she's saying. The suburb, the ones that live, like we were talking about, could, for example, the, the different level the of suburb, that's, it could, that's, that's um, not a, a different level. It could um, <laughs> persuade basically, them. Because basically Candace is giving them a false blueprint yes, yes. on how to deal with the African-American Because the way she's exactly. talking. Right, it's exactly. very dangerous. It right. sounds good. Yeah, she's giving them a narrative Don't let your president get your ass whooped. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. the mentality. Essentially, yeah, man. Yeah. And, and the thing, and, and Dale brought up a good point. When I was listening to her talk, she's talking about the African-American community, community. It was almost as if she was speaking from it in a detached way, mm-hmm. right? She was. She, 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 she did. She was, right? Did she, you get that she feeling? Was, she, yeah, I, there was, she was straddling the fence on right. uh, on a couple of times. She would say, our community, right. my, you know, my community, and then she would say, Picking and choosing the black, black, black community, yeah. Right, yeah. And, you know, and them. Yeah. And so it was like... She was selective about was, what parts it was, of it, it was, pertain it was, to her. Right. <laughs> so, so, yeah, man, I... And see, that's the part that's dangerous with all that. I mean, because they, they, you see people who need to be educated or want to be educated, and then they see that, and they're like, well, this person is straddling the fence, or this person can't decide, or this person talks down about the black community. So what am I supposed to do? And, you know? Well, I'll say this. In this sense, it depends on um, the shine or, the, the, or, the, or what's being glorified or what's being presented in masses. So... We we all know how it is when something screwed up happens. The news station gets down there. They find a report. They find the most ignorant person to go interview. Mm-hmm. It's like Always. now why why they, why they picked in that person to be the you know to tell what's going on? It's like they, they seek that person out because they want that to be the representation of this you know the area in this situation. I understand what you're saying. So oh, they, they, they 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 want to showcase 
this opinion, this, uh, you know, how, how this person feels, whereas it, other other opinions are not being showcased uh, on the same level. JB's right. But I also want to bring up uh, something to your attention when uh, Candace was talking about culture. And when she was referencing culture, she would always go back to like the 90s or the mid 80s. Right. That's where she was stuck at. And, and in essence, our culture started back in the biblical years, especially in Genesis, when God was laying out the blueprint again as to how we operate. The African-American culture was simply about educating, learning and cultivating. Right. Mm-hmm. Remember, we had the, the, the uh, conversation about cultivation and then when the other persuasion gets it, their, their goal is to conquer it. Everything, if you notice, when it comes to Caucasians, they simply want to conquer it. If they see the wind blow, we got to conquer it. Oh, it's raining, we got to conquer it. Oh, there's clouds in the sky, we have to conquer it. Rather than our community was like, okay, let us understand it so we know how to be a part of it and keep it going, right? Let us understand how to plant crops so that we can have a continuous source of food, right? Let us learn one another so that we can interact in a peaceful way so that we can trade and that we can barter. That was, that was our culture, right? We were very community oriented and we believed in diplomacy because we liked peace, right? So that's our culture. But what Candace didn't do, well, she didn't reference that. She referenced things from like the nineties and the eighties. And, and, and that's as far as she could go yeah. back. Well, I think that that's, as that's probably based on her age too, man. So she, she's, She's basing it off of something that yeah, I think she's familiar. like thirty something. I mean, I get yeah, that, yeah, but still yeah. do your research. That, well, yeah, you do your research, but and and that's her that's her mind. I mean, you know how people are. People that's sixty something years old. The seventies was the best, time, you know. Sixties and seventies was the best time. So, you know, you talk to your grandparents. They talked about the fifties and the forties. Like, man, they, the music and I mean, but it's just it's 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 a it's a familiar time. And, and I guess for her, she felt like the eighties and the nineties were. A, a great time for black people, I guess. And and I, and I and I think and I think what you were saying earlier, uh, it will as far as she's she's dangerous. She's dangerous not because of um, who she is. It's because of the people who's listening or what, yes. what she say. She's dangerous because of the people who's listening to That's her. Because like you just saying, when you have a uh, conservative white person, right, um, that don't have many. Um, Black friends, if you if you really want to, like, never had an interaction with a black person. Yeah, or, or, or n- nothing or, like or, up or close. Any, any any meaningful interaction. Right. But you know, so any, then so then they hear they hear her talk. They hear her talk. They hear her go off on her tangents and and and, and she's she speaks very she's well. The one, she's the one who she show, she's the one who showcased on conservative media. And then and then what she and then what they do is they say, oh, this is a black woman. Then you bring in. Uh, what's his name? Goon Coon, Coon Goon, <laughs> like you know, what I'm saying. Then he he brings in a different perspective of I used to be a thug, I used to be in the streets, I used to do all the stuff, and now I'm and now I'm you know you know blah blah blah. I'm reformed. I'm doing programs. Exactly. So 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 like I said so the so the white people, the conservative white people that really need to be educated, like you were saying earlier, JB, really need to be educated about what's going on. They're getting their education from these people with these very small-minded ideas they got they fixed their mind on something like they kept in that interview they kept talking about george floyd not being a a hero okay we got that but y'all but they went on for like 10 15 minutes about him not being a hero but they did not talk about one time he got killed in handcuffs 
They, yeah, they, well, they, they, know, they, they didn't they, bring they, that up. They, and, and that was they, the whole point. They addressed it, but it wasn't, you know. There was the, no emphasis. They, it was they, like, the, the more emphasis was, like you said, saying, Dale, it was an emphasis on the glorification of this individual as – as if he was a civil rights uh, leader and, and, you know, a social justice warrior. I'm going to take this a step further. I've seen this. I mean, this is just how, you know, div- divisive stuff like this can make us. I'm, I'm perusing through my Facebook. And then I see someone talk about That's a nice word. <laughs> Kamala Harris. Perusing. I'm going to use that. And so, you know, it starts off with her. Then under his comment, now, he he's a black person. And under his comment, it goes... Um, Talking about, um, I think he said to the, someone brought up race. She's not black. And so, and then it started, it kept going down from there. Well, technically, yeah, you're right. She's not black. She's Jamaican and Indian. That's so silly. And then it, it just kept going like that, just being divisive. So and these were black people going against each other, talking about, oh, uh, well, that, you know. That, that's that's why it just it just drives me crazy with that stupid. Hey, I mean, people are people paid, talk about, you know, people talk. People But here, but here, yeah, me man, out. even on this Facebook sense. And just talk? Even on this sense, people I say, there ain't no black players in baseball. <laughs> they just speak Spanish, bro. That's all it is. is. It? They, they, they just speak Spanish, <laughs> man. Afro-Latina. That's right. They from the Dominican. They from Cuba. They from, uh, you know, those are Caribbean areas. Mm-hmm. They still came from Africa, man. <laughs> They still brown. They, they, they black, man. They just, <laughs> they just speak Spanish. That's it. That's it. Yeah. So, they like flour tortillas right, instead of, you right. know, hog moths. So that's, that's what I'm saying. So <laughs> you got you to gotta know your history to, and don't just don't, you know, they came on the same ships that we, that our ancestors came from. Just they took just a different land, route. They just land on different islands, man, mm-hmm. and landed on different places. So come on now, you know. And I, and, and I like to say, Especially going back to what you were saying, Air Will, about the um, the comments and stuff like that. I think people are, and this is why social media and going back to Candace and and Kungun, um, this is why they're so. This is why <laughs> this is why they're so big because the social media you can get on there and say the most craziest, outlandish things without, like you were saying, without research. And and there's going to be some somebody. There's going to be somebody out there that doesn't. Think for themselves. Take it as gospel. That's it, take it as gospel, and then they gonna comment. They gonna agree. They gonna retweet. They gonna tell somebody else and tell somebody else and listen. And, and then they you know, know. change minds. Exactly. You know this, and yeah, this is this up. is one of the worst things that I had ever seen. I got into an argument with this person, and this is why I can't stand politics. And I try not to talk politics with too many people. Um, but it was this person was so much of a diehard Republican. That you know his way of thinking is so just no way to put it, but fucking flawed. So, I was talking to this person, and they were why are the staff uh, why are the flags that have staff? I said because there was uh, someone in the Congress who passed away, and then he was like, oh who, who who was it? Was it a Democrat or a Republican? I said does it matter? It was a man, and then he was like, oh well, it does matter whether they're a Democratic or Republican. I said, well, first off, his name is John Lewis, and he passed away, and that's why the flags are half staff. So, 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 I'm st- I still need to know: is this a Democrat or a Republican? So, somebody else that was close by looked it up while we were all in the same room and said, "Well, he was a Democrat. Good. I'm glad he's dead. All the Democrats need to die." I said, first off, this is a human being, and this is how you fucking feel about a human being just because he has <laughs> a, a, affiliated with a certain party. And about, this was a white person. You talking about anti-American? But see, but see, that's but see, that's, a, that's, yeah, that's, the that's a fraction of your fucking military. That, yeah, right. See, this, the, the problem is, is that people, when Professor. when it comes to politics, 
it's like it, it's like it's uh it, it runs so deep in their bones, man. Mm-hmm. It's just like you know <laughs> it, it, that's you know, what man, drives me it's, crazy. Man. It's the same as a, a sports fan. Sometimes right. like Browns fans or any fan, it runs people take it so personal. Oh, like that's not your team. No. You you are not the Brown yeah. or the Buckeye. You are you. Same with Democratic Republican. They, I mean, just so they feel die the same hard way. Republican. Like, that I mean, come on, just so, man. I mean, I mean, just, that's I got terrible. to the point where I just, I mean, before saying anything else, blown up, just had to walk away because that's all he kept saying. Yeah, that's oh, terrible. He's man. a Democrat. He needed to die. No, I was just like, damn, are you really that? I said, are you really that so, in, so inhumane? He's a human being, that, like you said. You, you, you so can't you, see that. And he said, we ain't never done anything anyway. I said, you have no recollection of the history of this wow. man. You don't know all the powerful things that this dude has done. But, but it will. I get up and walk away. Are you surprised of his nature? Not surprised, okay. but just wanted to say so much more. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you was ready to fight. Oh. <laughs> Punch him in his shit. Don't worry about Will. You can work for me. Yeah, Will, you can work for me. I'm mad right now. You be the first one. You can work for me. You can't take it that deep. That's why I had to walk away. That's That's what I'm saying, man. It can't. It should have called you a coon goon. Speaking of the coon goon, and yeah, I'm talking about you, King Fakes, and I hope you hear this podcast because you know what? After I think about all this, you were a gangbanger. You had been in trouble. Your ass was a co-defendant. You was a fucking snitch. You a snitch. I'm about to say you ain't shit, Kongoon. You ain't shit, King Face. Snitch. You a snitch. You know he why? He was talking like a in snitch. In your contract, they must have told you to do this shit and say this shit because there's no way in the world you could be in that line of business and not experience any kind of harassment from law enforcement. So I just, you're a fucking snitch. But so he, I hope you hear this. he has, he has. A, he talked about, he talked about when going back to the being arrested in the car or getting pulled over in the car. How, why he had to do all that? So all that stuff talking about he's never experienced racism or yeah, harassment. I don't, I don't, I don't buy that. I, I just, I just find it hard to believe that. I mean, he's never had I, a situation. I wouldn't necessarily say I mean, he would be a, he's a blood. A, a snitch, there, there's been but... situations on, um, on that I've seen just recently posted from like other black officers to where they were pulled over while in uniform, and I mean this has been mainly in the South. I mean Alabama, your Mississippi areas like that, but they were pulled over by a white officer and still treated less than humanly while in uniform driving home in their you know in their in their personal car i mean i saw this one lady she worked for for this one agency she was literally in tears the way that she was treated you know by this officer recorded the whole traffic stop and everything i mean so to to be like i have for that dude to be like i've never experienced anything like yeah, that that's that's a that's get, a lie get the fuck out well of you here. know what it may not be a lie he may just his reality is altered his reality is yeah, not. His, it's, 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 uh, There's nothing wrong with his reality. You guys keep forgetting that's his nature. So that is his reality. It's just like the lion. His, 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 his nature is to be aggressive. To us, it may seem out of reality, but that's his fucking nature. You got to know how to deal with a snake and a lion. These motherfuckers are evil. And this so, dude, Kingface said that Trump came from the same surroundings as he did. Let's <laughs> see on that note. Uh, yeah. He's smoking PCP. He's smoking PCP. JB, he's smoking PCP. I mean, come I on. I'm motherfucking smoking PCP. I am reading right now, man. He said, I mean, he comes from the same surroundings as me. Just because they came from New York don't mean they came from the same surroundings. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We done talking about PCP. Yeah, let's move on. This is in West Virginia. This dude trying to get his bread. That's all. 
And, and, and you and, know what? And, and, and we talking about it, and we just yeah, we're done. We're done. Yeah. <laughs> Give us a call. Give us a call, Goon Face or Goon Goon Face, whatever you are. Give us a call. He comes to say we have a conversation with you. I got some questions. I got here, some questions man. to ask you because you was talking to that dumb, not bright chick. So I yeah, all right. I'm so sorry. so let's let, let's. I got a question. Pause. We got time. Yeah, we got time. Oh all right, God. all right. So let me ask you a question, guys. Um, how how do we as a community, right? How do we handle the uh, Candace uh, Owens and and uh, what do you what do you mean handle? We made like, like, we like, made like, more like, noise. When, like like when we when we I, you started to touch on it earlier. Yeah, I, yeah, I think like it's how, how do we handle that when, I, when we're faced with that type that type of person, like he, that, he, that type of reality. I think that as you know, and they. I don't know if they said it, but he he did bring up a, a good point. Um, the, the King Face guy, he did say one thing, which I do believe. When we were when 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 we were enslaved, we had no power, other than a riot, you know, take over take over the plantation, which that did happen, the rebellions, but it took abolitionists, white abolitionists, to say this is wrong, this is messed up. So there are white people out there that do see that there are injustices, do see that the things need to be changed. We need to invest time and in try to unify with those folks to make change. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they make up the majority of the country. I mean, you can't unless unless you want to, um, you know, and I don't know. I mean, some, some people think this. I mean, just just forget it. You know, screw it. It is what it is. We'll just we'll just do our thing. They do their thing. and Boom. But if you really want to make some change, they're going to have to be involved to really to right. make structural changes yeah. in the country. And and that's going to t- happen through having a relationship, education, understanding, have a conversation. So, yes, the more you can pollinate and educate and teach and let people understand you and who you are, those voices are not going to carry the weight and not be as influential. So. It's got to it's got to come through relationships and, and you know um, having some meaningful relationships with some dialogue with people who are looking for change as well. So, so do you even give the Candace Owens people of the world any energy? Like, do you? Even, I don't, that's do what I'm saying. Even, I don't think do you, you even you give, respond to to. No, I don't think you do. I just th- I think that you just keep your eye on the prize and keep it moving and, and do and do what you need to do mm-hmm. and 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 influence the people that are around you. I mean, nobody here is going to sit there. No, Nobody here right now is going to influence what Candace Owens is going to say or not going to say. All right. I got something to play for you guys. <laughs> so you may recognize it, um, but hear it out. So check this out. And I'm Siobhan Bryan. Two different groups facing off today in Marshall County, one demanding the removal of Confederate symbols that stand outside the Marshall County Courthouse, the other side demanding they stay put. The assembly over now, but WHT News 19's Tiffany Lester joins us live to tell us what each side had to say. Tiffany. The Confederate flag is still waving, and this statue honoring Confederate soldier Captain John Rayburn is still standing outside the courthouse in Albertville. It's something many Marshall County residents are happy about, but others, including these demonstrators who have been out here since noon and are actually still going strong, not so much. Representatives from Say Their Names Alabama say that they want the flag and the statue removed, stating that they represent hate and white supremacy. 
Say Their Names Alabama members demonstrating in Albertville, fighting for the removal and relocation of the Confederate flag and monument at Marshall County courthouses. The rebel flag does not represent all Americans, so it should not be at a place where all Americans in the county come, which is the courthouse. So it is out of place, and it has been out of place since they placed it here in 2005. Unique Dunstan's organization wants the statues to be relocated to either the Albertville Museum or a nearby cemetery where other Confederate veterans have been laid to rest. As ugly and hateful um, the Confederacy was, it is our history. So I think it is a compromise that we're willing to make to relocate it to somewhere that doesn't stand for justice as our courthouses do. But Say Their Names Alabama has some opposition from about two dozen members and supporters of the Sons of Confederate Veterans. Regardless how the next person feels, I'm not going to take my flag down. If I got anything to do with it, ain't no monument going to come down. Daniel Sims says he was adopted as a child. My whole family's white. Went to all-white school, grew up in all-white neighborhood. My grandfather was white, and he was the main one that fought in this war here, and he's taught me everything I know. He explains how he'd feel if the statues and flag were relocated. It may make my blood boil if they just come up here and feel like they can just tear it down. I don't see me still living if they do that right there. That monument ain't hurting nobody. That monument ain't killing a soul. It ain't talking bad to nobody. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't even racist. But Dunstan says she's confident her group will be successful in getting the flag and monuments removed. So let's play a famous game that Charlemagne the God plays. Guess what race he is. The guy saying that that flag has done nothing he's to Asian. that young man. Oh, he's black. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, yeah, he, he's black. Yeah. So listen, man. I mean, that's why Candace Owens and them are dangerous in and of effect because you get somebody like that. Now, I'm not saying he's directly well, correlated I'm sure to Candace Owens. Seen this, but that, uh, that Dave Chappelle episode with Clayton Dixon. Hell, so. yes. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But, I mean, it's just, I mean, I have no words for that. I, I saw that and I heard that and I was like, wow. I, like, no, knowing people from the South, though, um, that Confederate flag, is uh, we know it represented you know what side you know in in the confederate war um but at the same time that's their history you know what i mean like but kind of what the kind of what he was saying like when he was saying it didn't represent uh racism and all that stuff that's a lie um but that that's a part of history so they're just, they're just not going to Roll over and and let that go. But I true, get like what true. she said. She said, "How about it goes to the museum, right? Or so, where the other Confederate uh, monuments and stuff are in the cemetery where the others are buried." So you got. I mean, to really understand it, you you got to look at when those Confederate flags and those uh, um and those Confederate monuments started popping up. It always coincided with uh, racial injustice, racial struggles that were being addressed or eradicated. Mm-hmm. Because they they were they were they were the opposition. They said, okay, we still want to hold you. You know, you may be making some noise, voting rights, all, you know, civil rights act. We still want to put you in your place. So when those things popped up, it, it coincided with those times in our history. Mm-hmm. Those sense. things did not go up the moment the, the uh, Civil War was over with and the Confederacy lost. Okay, they didn't just start popping up monuments all over the place in the South. You know, because they lost. So, you know what I mean? So, who, who just... I mean, that's yeah. a hell of a point. But, but you know what, though? <laughs> that's a hell of a point. Looking at the big picture, the Confederate flag doesn't 
hold as much weight as the American flag, right? So the American flag was adopted or made official in what, 1777? Slavery was abolished in what, 1804? So it was under the American flag we were enslaved. 1804? No, it was later than that, bro. Okay, so then it was... uh, It was like like in the 1860s. Okay, so 1860s then. So that's 90 years under the American flag, if not longer, where our people, African Americans or Africans, were being tortured and tormented under the American flag, right? So I think looking at the bigger picture is that, again, that flag... When we do, when they do the um, what's the thing they do during the football, baseball, basketball games, and all that kind of stuff, national anthem. national anthem, to kneel, is exactly what we need to do because it was during that time where our people were dying and 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 being beaten and tortured and raped that that American flag was it was flying high. So no, it did not represent us. Now the Confederate flag is just a, a symbolic to the culture that came about after slavery or during slavery. So it really didn't have as much impact. And I do understand what the, the brother's saying in a sense, but the American flag should have been changed. It should have been ripped apart, burned up, and changed to represent that, hey, we no longer, because he, it can't represent when we were in slavery and currently represent that we are free. It can't do it, right? So burn the motherfucker up, create a new flag that represents everybody in the new age and the new era, and then go from there. And then you can take your fucking Confederate flag and use it as toilet paper. Hey, can I, can, can I, can I respond to that? Sure, you like Can I say this right quick? I want to respond. Can I say this right quick? I'll make it real quick. All right, it's all ahead. you. So, I mean, I do believe in, I can't remember, it's been so many people say it, but does Germany still have statues and everything like that of right. everything that happened during no. the Nazi wars and things like that? No, they don't. So, yeah, exactly. Losers don't get statues, they man. Don't. No. <laughs> All right. Hey, Dale. <laughs> so I just want to say I know um, people who listen to this podcast faithfully know that I hardly ever agree with Professor and the <laughs> shit that he says. Uh, Sounds like an agreeable. But on this one, Big Dog, you open my eyes up to something. Have a drink. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I And, and not even... Until this moment, I've never really thought about. I've never really put that with the flag situation. I never really put that together. So I'm gonna give you another one. A marriage license can't can't represent a marriage and a divorce at the same time. It can't, right? So yeah. the flag can't represent slavery and freedom at the same time. It can't. So Is what it? does the American flag truly represent? Because that's because that, if you ask people. That's the symbol. Of, it means freedom. That's the, yeah, it, it means. Oh, that's a, what I want to ask. Home of the free. That's what the national that's what I, said. That's what I want to ask, Miss Trump, cunt, Candace Owens. <laughs> Who? I wish they would. I, 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 I really so, would like them to come on our show. If you guys hear this podcast, please come to our show. I have a lot of questions about what you were talking about. Who? Huh? Who? The Kungun and the Trump cunt. <laughs> that's, that's why I thought you said. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, oh, it's, it's like like JB said, losers <laughs> shouldn't have statues. Yeah, they losers, don't, they, losers don't have statues. No, you lost. You lost for a fucking reason. Yeah. <laughs> the American flag so should have been changed. As, as far as the um, Charles Barkley got a statue. Huh? <laughs> Did Charles Barkley got a statue? He cool, no, Charles Barkley. But he ain't never won. He never cool, motherfuckers. My fault. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I, you know, that's an interesting point you make, a professor, regarding the flag. Um, I do think that, you know, flags are symbols. I I highly doubt that's never going to yeah. happen. I mean, that, that America's never going to change its flag. Um, but um, 
you know, what the flag that was flying. The Redskins changed their name. They did, but it's not. It's not. That's the football team. So let me the ask flag, you this: the flag, that's that's not going. That's, so, that's not so let me ask happen. you this then, and that's a good point. Can a country not change its symbol, but change its substance? Can it do that? I, I think, think I think yeah. that America, to its core, is uh, a person dealing with a lot of mental illness. I'll just say that. If America was a person, there's a lot of conflict into its soul mm-hmm. that it hurts itself, and but it puts on a it puts on a a front that it's not going through a, a detrimental depression. You know, to answer your question, I think this: if you changed the substance before present time, I'll say now, I think they possibly could have made it work. But with everything going on now, every like. It's so many people going to still look at that. Like now, everyone's going to look at the flag as, you know, as what's going on right now and how the world is in divide, how the world's divided. Still aren't, everybody's not free as they say they are. But if you had to did it while people, while things were, I would say, calmer or there was less tension beforehand, I think it might have worked back then and to have the, to, to change the substance. It would have been right after the Civil War to the professor's point. Even, even then, it wouldn't. It, no, 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 no. Well, he, uh, well, he, as far as burning it up, yeah. No, no, no. As, as far as eradicating and just creating a no, whole okay. new flag, yeah. it had to happen right after the Civil War. It's not happening now. No, so ever, yeah, that's that's not happening. But I do think that while we do have a lot of issues in America, we do. We have all kinds of issues. Yeah. People are still trying to get here. People still look at it as love it, love as, it, man. as opportunity, and you know, people people breaking their backs just to get into the country to have an opportunity to improve themselves. Dying just to get over here, right? So, because they see it from other places around the world, they see what's available to them. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that other places in the world aren't great to to be in or live in. However, people are striving to get into this country and have quote unquote the American dream. dream yeah. So um there's I mean it's it's the it's the thing that, you know, the visions and thoughts that we put out to the other countries, they're not here. They're just now seeing some of the stuff that really goes on here with, you know, the George Floyd incident. They're just now seeing some of the daily things that, you know, are are, are happening. And that's still not persuading. I mean, yeah, persuading them to not to come. But I mean, all that stuff is just now getting out to the masses. That's why you had your Londons, your your Brazils, and everybody else that was in unison protesting just the same. Because I mean, there was none of that back in the day. I mean, there's show. I mean, we were the only ones around. You know, doing Rodney King. You wasn't London wasn't doing shit. It was just probably, right. Mm-hmm. Well, see, and, and also the other part of it too. I think sometimes we do get we're, we're very self absorbed. We're not concerned about what's going on around the world for real. You know, we're worried about what's going on in the United States. But other countries are looking at what's going on in the United States, you know, because they're looking at us. You know, it's kind of like that big brother thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's true. I mean, there, there are plenty of countries out there that are fine on their own and they just say we are who we are. We, could, we couldn't care less what goes on with the United States. But, you know, we, we are very very front and center around on the world stage and people do look at us because i mean to tell you the truth I, i've been looking at you know other countries 
in China, I mean, trying to China treats black people bad. Oh yeah, I, oh I, yeah. I was like, damn. I mean, I really truly didn't know that. Like being an outsider coming in to go visit China, yeah, they don't treat you bad unless you go over there and break one of their dumbass laws, and they trying to do all kind of crazy shit to you. Yeah. But uh, yeah. as far as the black people back. that are native to that are, uh, I say that native, live, live that there. live there, yeah. the China, I mean, treat them horrible. In, I mean, in India too. Yeah, I mean, in parts of, I mean, London still. I mean, England is the same way too. So I mean, it's just. I mean, you you took us from our land to bring us somewhere else, and then you still continue to treat us like shit for so many years after, but you still need us for so many things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everything. Yeah, they got the cheat code. Cheat us like shit. Up, like, down, left, right. A, like, B, A, B, B, select, start. And you get 51 men or 51 yeah, lines. That's the Nintendo shit. Yeah. <laughs> up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right. B, A, C, H, darn right. Yeah. Kai, can you forget that? But they know that they know the cheat code. And in order to, to, to continue their, the way of life and to fuel their society and to fuel their economy, they have to do us like that. Willie Lynch exposed all that. And everybody just, it just took hold. You know, yeah, I mean, it just changed the the coat. Slave up, slave down, slave up, slave down. That's how you old country man. Slave up, slave down, slave left, slave right. Slave, slave, slave. Oh, there it is. Slaving all night. That's right. All that slave shit. Slave right. How did we get here? Always talking that slave. How did we get here? Every time, man, you look back and be like, how the hell? <laughs> you, know, you know why? It's about that time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it, it always has to happen at some point. It does. Yeah. <laughs> so to my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to read I want to read this. The African American culture is both distinct and enormously influential, not only in America, but worldwide as a culture. So we're very influential. Our style you know, I was uh, talking to someone, a friend of mine, uh, he was in the guard with me, and he loved Sean John suits when they first came out. So make a long story short, the company he worked for flew him over to Beijing, and they were over there wearing Sean John, mm. you know. So they really, they really love our culture. They love how we do things. They love our suave, our swag, and they hate us as people. Mm-hmm. Now, what kind of conflict is that? How can you love everything about us without loving us it doesn't make sense right so i don't know yeah i think we can go so long with it but i know we keep talking about tanning and everything else you know oh my god yeah that that, that's i've meant to tell you guys this so i learned something new when i was in houston they're coming out with this new cosmetic where you can actually add melanin to your skin and you can be light-skinned i can be dark-skinned a Caucasian person can be darn near African American. So I can That's be crazy. I can be light skinned. You can be no. light skinned. You but, you, but we would know that you're undercover. They, 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 no, they you be. cannot be. <laughs> well, yeah. like, hold on, hold hey, on. Dale, Dale, I I got got okay, see, so how light like can he go? Match. How light can he go though? How light can he go? Yeah. How light can I go? Like uh it'll just elbow. That's about the light. <laughs> <laughs> you know how light you can go? Ash. <laughs> hey, hey. Run that shit. Run that shit. Run that shit. <laughs> but yeah, they got the melanin shit now. So is it, is it like temporarily or it, 
So, like, like, like for the weekend, can I be like, so is it like a tattoo or something? It's like a tattoo. It's exactly like a tattoo. So it's, it oh, goes God. into your skin like yeah. a tattoo. Yep. But is it like for the weekend or the permanent? It lasts for a while. I got to get continue to get treatments. But, but you can't can, do it for the weekend. Yeah, but oh, the, heck yeah. The, the, side, the, side effect, the side effect is your toes fall off. Mm. But, but for the weekend, I'm light-skinned. <laughs> <laughs> next week, you'll have eight toes. <laughs> <laughs> no, y'all remember that uh, guess what? Saturday Night Live with Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Come when, back. He, when he dressed up like a white man and they just yeah. like was giving him all free shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, irony, like, oh, the irony of that. The irony of that. Trust me, you're right, though. The they, irony. They, they always want to be just like us. Yeah. But how can you want to be like us and not love us or like us? Jealousy, man. Because, no. Cause how they, come they got that? No, they not even that. They I know. Think, I think it's the resiliency is what it is. And not even that. They know how great we are. Yeah. We don't know how great we are. Everybody knows the the black man is is the top of the world you know what i mean as far as the people on earth we we the first people on to walk this planet they know how great we are we just don't know that so yeah they like everything we do but then they keep us down because they know if we ever realize how powerful we are as a people we'll take this shit over you know it's something you i had a conversation with a neighbor of mine um we were talking about black history and we were talking about i think professor and you played a clip ill will a while ago about rewriting the books same thing, yeah. Dale. If they really, 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 really knew everything we learned and they teach in schools, yeah. she's irrelevant. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So here's something to leave you black in thought. Influence is key, uh, I think, when it comes to a lot of people. And the, thing, the words that you say and the images that you put out create a lot of influence to the rest of the world. People like Candace Owens, the Hodge twins, and other people, Mr. Daniel Sims in Alabama and stuff like that, have to realize, you know, the message that you put out is very powerful. And with that, by putting out the wrong message, you send out a wrong message about the culture. DJ Payne One. You know I'm flawed But you love me anyway A lot of times I'm so wrong But you love me anyway Love me anyway That's why you're my buddy Thank you for listening to this episode And we want you to come back for more if you like what you heard, please subscribe wherever you get your podcast from. We're on all the major networks, Apple, Google, TuneIn, Spotify, and many more. Check out our social media and please like, follow, and comment on Facebook, Black and Thought, Instagram, Black and Thought Podcast, and Twitter, Black and Thought Podcast. Please subscribe, share, and once again, thank you for listening. Love me.